Bitcoin fees going through the roof, meme coin frenzy and why did Ripple's Brett Garlinghouse pay 200 million US dollars for the SEC? That and more in the crypto market talk this week. In this week's episode, we will talk about Bitcoin because there are some crazy things happening on the fee side. Then we'll talk about Ethereum, why the meme coins are actually bringing revenue for Ethereum. And then we are talking about Ripple as well as Polkadot at the end. Let's start with Bitcoin at first. A lot of Bitcoin maxis, so a lot of people who believe that Bitcoin is the only cryptocurrency that should survive in the cryptocurrency space are saying that potentially they are saying Bitcoin is under attack or exactly not under attack. The question is who is right? Specifically, they are talking about this statistic right here. You cannot see it. It's all the way on the right because it's almost the third time that the Bitcoin transaction fees have spiked this high. The first time was clearly during the bull run in 2017. The second time was during here, uh, second bull run essentially, or the biggest bull run if you want, where Bitcoin came close to 60 to 69,000 US dollars. And now the third time we have an interesting uh, situation right here. You can also check out the mempool.space to see essentially what the situation here with the transaction fees are. Essentially, currently transaction fees are between 10 to 20 US dollars or have been in the last 24 hours and it is not slowing down. The main reason for that is essentially the so-called BRC20 tokens. Now, what are BRC20 tokens? Very similarly to Ethereum, you can create a separate uh, content or uh, content and tokens on the Bitcoin blockchain, which have been used in the past for ordinals for NFTs. So you could uh, essentially write audio files, video files, image files onto the Bitcoin blockchain. And that's when we saw the craziness that we've saw seen a couple of months ago with the Bitcoin blockchain launching NFTs. So essentially these BRC20 tokens are very similar to ERC20 tokens on the Ethereum blockchain because now you can also inscribe text onto the blockchain besides images and video, which is mainly used for NFTs. So if we look at, for example, this new site right here, brc-20.io, we can see here, here are some new tokens and it seems a bit dominated by meme coins, if you ask me. You have the Elon to token, you have the not gonna make it token, you have the gold token, you have the rare, the guap, the pops. You have the crazy token names here very clearly. And what you can see here is that there is a supply, how many have been minted and the limit per mint. And this is an important one because by the limitation of these different token products, the reason uh, for this specific mint limit is essentially that every transaction costs money. So every transaction is essentially written onto the blockchain. And if you limit the amount of tokens that can be minted in one transaction, maybe some of the Bitcoin miners will make a bit more money. However, for the end user, the reason or kind of the, the situation here essentially means if they want to mint a lot 
lot of tokens because they are very very cheap right now they have to mint multiple times in order to get um, in one mint so for example if you have this Shiba Inu token here and you have a limit of 1 million or let's take another one you have here one uh, with a hundred thousand for the bra token it will cost you uh, essentially a bunch of transactions in order to get like a thousand worth of these tokens but essentially that also means that multiple transactions have to be made in order for you to mint these things and also to trade these things and ultimately that causes the mempool so the memory pool to fill up we are currently uh, away from the let's say the lows of the transaction fees that we've seen just here in this uh, area here when it was let's say more boring more bear marketish but currently what we're seeing is that a lot of people want to do a lot of transactions on the business. Bitcoin blockchain that of course has also caused the exchanges where they have to increase the fees for withdrawing for example if you want to withdraw cryptocurrency onto your wallet but what else is going on in the Bitcoin space Bitcoin payment is an option and it is potentially coming is saying Liechtenstein's premier minister uh, who have been um, who has been asked by the Handelsblatt so Daniel Risch has actually said that a payment option with Bitcoin is com coming referring to state uh, state payments that you can make so for example taxes or any kind of fees that you have to pay for the state you can actually do that using Bitcoin in the future it is not the case right now so just as an important side effect very interestingly we have in switzerland for example lugano we have zug where this is already some kind of a possibility in some places you can pay already with bitcoin some state services can also be paid uh, in bitcoin and it looks like Liechtenstein might actually the, be the first country in europe which can probably accept bitcoin for state services in the entire country so very similar probably to el salvador that we will see uh, it become a legal tender and what is happening in the Bitcoin chart? We can see here, oops, not a lot actually uh, has happened since we've talked. So a lot of sideways movement here and trying to kind of hold this 28,000 line. It is not really looking really good here. We see a small trend line towards the lower here, but at the same time, we can see here maybe already forming a potential head and shoulders that is uh, becoming reality soon. So that would essentially mean around 23 to 24,000 might become a reality in the coming days but for now we're still going sideways and the reason for that is essentially because everyone and their grandmother is talking about meme coins everyone is talking about this pepe coin uh, the hot pepe token that has made it into the top 50 in terms of market capitalization in the last couple of days after a crazy couple of days uh, over the weekend as well However, the meme coin Pepe has also made some Ethereum validators running uh, their validator programs essentially rich because essentially these transaction and people trying to buy this meme coin on the decentralized exchanges on the centralized exchange and trading them and sending them back and forth had essentially mean that the people who run their validators are making a lot of money because you can for example in order for your transaction to go through a bit faster you can tip the miner you can pay a bit more uh, essentially that money is then going to the miner and what has happened here is essentially very similar to bitcoin but in this case in 
in Ethereum's case, the transaction fees have increased. We can even see here the daily gas revenue here has increased in the last couple of days. So starting in May, it is definitely a bit higher in terms of total ETH value. So uh, just before uh, the, the start of May, we were around a thousand, a bit less here. And then after May, clearly we are above thousand currently. It is coming down a bit because the meme coin frenzy is coming down as well. But essentially, it just means people are using this blockchain to trade their meme coins. And in terms of chart, we can see here for Ethereum, it hasn't done a lot either. So maybe this uh, upward flag might not actually work or we can see here that it was already fulfilled and now we will see probably some action towards the down. So again, for me, the interesting zone here, 1,546 that I've entered here or around 1,500 if you want to draw a range. So this range right here is quite interesting for me if you want to re-enter the situation. Next up, we have the SEC and the Ripple case. CEO Brett Garlinghouse was at the Dubai FinTech Summit and he has gone so far to say, if I were you, I would not start a company in the United States. Now, why would he say that? He is even saying that Europe, for example, with the Mika, the Markets in Crypto Assets Bill, as well as the United Arab Emirates Virtual Asset Regulatory is uh, far, far, far ahead when it comes to regulatory framework compared to, for example, the United States. He's also saying that the uh, the beef with the SEC has cost them 200 million US dollar, uh, according to his statement. And that, of course, is a huge number. If you're starting a fintech or a crypto company in the US, for example, you just don't have 200 million US dollars laying around. And that, of course, could cause some issues. However, Ripple, the company, is actually not doing too bad. They sold 336 million US dollars worth of XRP tokens in Q1 and they are reporting strong XRPL growth. So again, Ripple, the company, is providing different fintech services to banks and other companies, but one of those services is uh, using XRP, the token. Not all of them, though, and that's an important distinction. So their business model is on one side, of course, selling XRP tokens, but on the other side, also providing a service. So they have sold 361 million US dollars worth of XRP tokens, uh, which is up in the first three months of the year, up from 220. 26 million in the previous quarter it said in its last latest xrp markets report so that is actually looking good however looking at the chart we can see up down up down a very nice range trade here possibility so probably will go towards the downside towards 32 dollars uh, 32 cents uh, on the dollar here specifically because the SEC case is still very unclear. It can turn uh, either way, in my opinion. Currently, the SEC and the US is very anti-crypto, so it could very well be made like a major case, and that would essentially mean that Ripple was probably going to move out of the US. 
Next up, we have Deloitte. Deloitte is tapping into Polkadot's KILT protocol for KYC credentials. And they are saying that they believe digital IDs and digital verification is a huge topic for them. They want to make the process a bit more efficient. So they are using a Polkadot parachain named KILT. And they are using that for identity checks on KYC and KYB to detect fraud and other criminal activity. They're saying it is convenient, cost-effective, and secure have the potential to open new digital marketplaces from e-commerce and DeFi to gaming. That, of course, has had some effect on Polkadot, but of course, not a lot because it's a parachain. So it means it has its own token, its own kind of system in the Polkadot ecosystem. And again, here, Polkadot is not really recovering really well. It has had a small run, very similar to Bitcoin, but again, nothing too crazy. So from up from around 350 to around seven and has come down since to around five US dollars once again. However, if you're bullish on Polkadot as a whole, we can clearly see that this was kind of the major bottom still at around four. So this is an interesting entry point if you are a long-term believer in Polkadot in the ecosystem. But if not, I would rather look at other coins you can trade here on Swissquote. That was it from the Crypto Market Talk this week. Make sure that you subscribe to this channel to not miss any other crypto news. I will see you in the next one. Have a good one.